0: Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Vic Bercero, and I'm grateful you took time out to visit with us and be with us here on the Leadership Lowdown. I'm also very pleased and excited to have with me John Fritz. He's the president of Waterfront Publishing. And what's interesting to me is that basically, if you will, is the art of kathleen cheney fritz notice the last names that's a husband and wife duo and so john welcome to our studio we're so glad to have you in house well thank you Vic. thank you nice to be here with you yeah well you came over from grand rapids right is that um, home ada michigan yeah. ada very nice town yeah absolutely well you know it's good to have you here And frankly you can tell by uh, how nice you sound on our state studio because you're in house We've done a lot of these since COVID uh, and so you're our first guest back in the studio and it's really great to be with you and have a chance to do this for real but I want to I want to just give a quick update to the audience I am just fascinated by the amazing talent of Kathleen Cheney Fritz. She has some gifted artwork and I'm sure she's worked at it and perfected it over her lifetime. But you get the breathtaking chance to watch her work and to celebrate her work and of course then to help promote it around the state. So give me an update if you will about a little bit about waterfront publishing so everybody understands who you are and what you're doing.
1: Well, we, we started um, back at well we met in the mid '70s. Yeah, I was in a rock band.
0: Oh really? And, uh, Kathy, Did you have the long hair? You yeah, had I had the long hair. <laughs> Kathy it was my groupie. <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> and uh, no, we we were both. You know, I love music. Yeah. And I worked at a recording studio. Was chief engineer there for a number of years. But and Kathy, we met through some friends. The practice house we had. In our band, I was close to an art school. So, a couple of the guys in the band were dating some of the girls and uh, they introduced us, and, and we just kind of were doing our own thing together. And I was uh, also working at a, uh, a display company. So, I was learning, you know, running, using saws and oh, yeah. Yeah. whatnot to make displays for trade shows. And, was this uh,
0: over in the Grand Rapids area?
1: This is in, in, uh, in the Grand Rapids area. Okay. But, um, it was a place called Laveau Displays. We uh, basically just were dating, and she was working in advertising. Okay. And uh, anyhow, we, uh, she was working in advertising, and, and I was working at the studio, and she uh, uh, was doing a lot of uh, illustration jobs.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, So you could tell she had an artistic capability right then.
1: She had an artistic capability, and so I, I got into business with my father after working at the studio, I, I just needed a change. Yeah, sir. And so my father had a sales business and we, um, I, I worked with him and got a ton of experience doing that in sales, going to New York and Chicago and doing trade shows and um, you know learning how people
0: companies presented their, their work, yeah. The well, you know, interesting, John. Honestly, sales is such a such an interesting way to cut your teeth as a young person to get out there and understand how people react and how they how they uh, they think and and have that opportunity. So that must have been a great starting point for you, and you learned quite a little bit of it. And what were you selling at the time? Was it, it were- uh, we home furnishings, basically? Okay, and so we it,
1: it was really a. I learned a tremendous amount just from the whole business part. I mean, you know, I was a musician, recording engineer, and then I I t- had some courses in college. Yeah. And but I learned I learned a lot from my dad and just being around that environment. And of course, Kathy was in advertising, and and so we uh, she wanted to make the move into fine art. Okay. And um, so I was in New York. And on Fifth Avenue at a, at one of our vendors, and there was a, a company called Bruce McGaw Graphics, and we uh, we did the Charlevoix Art Fair. We got into the art fair, and then that's we, you and Kathleen did, yeah, Cat, Kathy okay. did. That was it. That was a big jump for us getting yeah. into the art fair, and then and I was working with my father still, yeah, and and she was doing freelance illustration. So from there we. Um, we wanted to get in the art fair again. But we had a nice, successful show, but we posters were really big back then. Okay. <laughs> and there were there was an artist I remember. I think her name was Donna Barton. And the poster shops were in the malls, and so we were kind of intrigued with that. And so we came up with the idea to design a poster for the art fair. Thing is, we didn't know if we were going to get in the art fair.
0: <laughs> details. Details. <laughs> A little bit of faith, right? <laughs> a little bit of faith. Uh,
1: yeah. We had no money yeah. to finance a poster, but because Kathy was in the business, we were getting terms from some of the printers that that she had worked with in her, in her illustration. Yeah. Gave you a little bit of a lift. Yeah. So yeah. we designed this poster. Uh, it was a beautiful watercolor image in uh, Charlevoix, Michigan, Bellinger Marine. And oh, yeah. So we, um, that, that was our... Uh, the beginning of it all, the, the right? The beginning of it all. Yeah. And um, we, were, we were pretty nervous. <laughs> but we got into the art fair that year, and we, we sold 400 posters oh, wow. that day. And, and it just... Blew our minds.
0: <laughs> and off you went. Well, we're so glad you're here with us on the Michigan Business Network. So glad you tuned in to Leadership Lowdown. We're going to be right back with John Fritz and to talk more about art and all the beautiful things that Kathleen is like to does. This is the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Bercero, today I'm so grateful to have with us John Fritz. He's the president of Waterfront Publishing, and that really features the art of Kathleen Cheney Fritz, and I am a huge, huge fan. I believe uh, John, I think I probably have well over 10 pieces of her art, um, and I'm just so thrilled with it, and, and much of what I, I uh, was looking at is uh, the Mackinac Island art that she does. And I didn't realize she does art from all over the state of Michigan. So that's when I started realizing I've got to talk to you guys to get you in here on Leadership Lowdown because you are Michigan people uh, doing great things with the beauty of Michigan. But we're right now way back at the very beginning and you went to the Charlevoix Art Festival and you kind of sound like you had some risks there because you put together a poster and were you going to sell the poster at the festival? Was that the idea? Well, yeah, that
1: was the intent, and you know, Kathy had wanted to get into uh, fine art, yeah. And so the uh, Charlevoix Art Fair is one of the older art fairs in the country and very prestigious art fair. And it's hard to get in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're juried in, and so we we were lucky enough to get in our first year, and 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 had a successful show, and so we the the following year we kind of had this idea because posters were pretty big back then to do a poster commemorating the art fair and it was called the charlotte waterfront art fair kathy's name was at the top and we she had produced this gorgeous watercolor Uh, and uh so we were uh we just didn't have the money to to produce this and um so we were being very, very careful about it. And she had done the watercolor, and as I was on the road selling, I was presenting it to certain art galleries yeah, just to kind of get a feel, and, and folks seemed to really like it. And uh, I went to one place in Charlevoix, Michigan, called The Apple Tree, and a gentleman by the name of Mike Holmes. Okay. And uh, I took the painting there, and he uh, just was very, very excited and uh, said, we'll sell millions, we'll sell millions. (laughs) Of course, that's exactly what I needed to hear, (laughs) just from a confidence point of view. Uh, But at any rate, um, so he was really responsible, I think, for us taking the jump. And we had net 30 with the the, uh, printer and the people that did the color. And so after that, we weren't quite sure what we were going to be able to do. It was neat also that I was in New York with my dad uh, doing a, uh, we were at a trade show, and uh, I think I mentioned Bruce McGaw Graphics in, yeah. in New York, and I had, a, I set up a meeting with them, and they distribute posters uh, worldwide. Oh, wow. So I said <laughs> So you up, know some people, don't you? <laughs> well, I, I just uh, found out who, who the, the buyer was. Yeah. A uh, person that procures the. The posters so uh, met with him and and he was excited about it but he still didn't we didn't know yeah and then all of a sudden we got a letter and they, they wanted to pick it up and then so from that and the fact that we went to the show and and had a very successful show that year we had a signed and numbered poster and we just we couldn't believe it and that's that's what really got us going yeah in um, and, and so I Things were changing with my dad's business. The big box stores were coming oh, yeah, in. The yeah. boutiques were kind of not as um, prevalent. They're pushing their way They're in. Pushing right their there. way yeah. in. So it was a time to go in a different direction.
0: Well, John, if I, if I could, I want I want I want to stop here for a second because you're you're back here. You don't know uh, you and, you and Kathy are married, right? Yes. Yeah, and so you don't know if you're going to succeed. You're a young couple trying to rub a couple of nickels together, you know, to make a dime. And we had a young son. Oh, you know? my word. <laughs> so, you know, the challenges and the pressures, I get it as a dad. So so tell me, what, was this kind of something you guys said, you know what, let's live our dream, let's let's really go out there, let's take this risk, let's do this. Or were you kind of stepping really carefully going, well, I don't know, and, 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 and have that, that cloud of doubt, that kind of held you up from really going full steam. Uh, tell me about what was what was the emotion at that time.
1: Well, I, I think we kind of drew from Kathy's experience, especially designing this poster, yeah. which was really a very very nice design. And That
0: was her commercial art design effort. Yeah, that, she she exactly. had that knowledge, yeah. So yeah. she
1: was kind of combining both both things, and then I was, uh, of course, selling, and um, and so just kind of. It just kind of worked out, um, you know, the fact that that we were combining both of our talents. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it was it was scary. And after we did the first poster, um, that we went on to do, we started doing other pieces. Yeah. And um, I think art was more popular back then. Uh, the, the posters and limited edition print market, Mill Pond Press, Greenwich
0: Village. Yeah. They kind of have a, a, a bit of a flow, don't they? Because sometimes, you know, you get, I don't know whether it's collectibles or those kind of things, you know, there's different things that come and go and, and in time. But but again, um, you know, as, as we talk today, this is, there's when you look like me, you don't want any part of a TV show, but I wish we had TV today to talk about and show off the art of, of Kathy. Uh, and it's just so exciting to be uh, to be able to talk about it. It's so exciting to have you here in the studio with us, John. We're so glad you tuned into the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Bershire, and we'll be right back. to travel for fun and excitement, craving a relaxing getaway? No matter where you want to go or what you want to do, you can trust Dean Trailways to get you there. Our luxury motor coach lets you relax while you travel. No traffic to worry about, no parking fees, no hassle. Are you looking for some sizzling excitement this fall? Let Dean Trailways bring on the heat and take you to Firekeepers, Michigan's newest gaming hotspot. Experience the thrills of the slots, blackjack, craps, the live poker room, and indulge in the world-class restaurants, all while counting on Dean to bring you home safely. Dean Trailways of Michigan, travel smarts. You found the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network on Big Bursarow and humbly hosting John Fritz. He's the president of Waterfront Publishing, and I'm just so fascinated. I just love what they do, and I'm so grateful he came all the way over from Grand Rapids to be with us here in our downtown studios. So as we talk about this, John, one of the things that you mentioned is you kind of were doing these posters, and then you mentioned something about limited posters. Like, are they signed and numbered? Is that what's going well, on? We were doing signed and numbered pieces yeah. back then, and that was kind of a thing, wasn't it? If you get the number one, that was really, really a big deal, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then, and then all of the rest of these. And, and I got—I probably got to just pull a timeout here real quick to make sure I understand it. When you have somebody like Kathleen Cheney Fritz that does these amazing. Pictures. She's doing them in oil base or watercolor or what she? What's her typical medium? That's the thing about Kathy. Yeah, <laughs> she gets bored with stuff. Or she gets bored. Oh, too funny! <laughs> and uh,
1: so we were doing watercolors, and she was doing watercolors, I yeah. should say. And she wanted to move into some different media and move into oils, and so. You know, we made that move, and it was interesting because we'd be at the art fair, and there would be people when she would introduce these new images, yeah. in oil. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, sure. <laughs> so <laughs> she's become known for her watercolors. She was she was known for her watercolors, and mainly I think her drawing skills and detail, and yeah. she's very very gifted as far as that
0: goes. Well, John, my question centers around I've got this beautiful original watercolor, or I've got this beautiful original oil, and what am I going to do to get that to, I guess, a print? Is that what you call them? That I get a copy of this, so I don't have the original, but I've got this wonderful that is just a beautiful image and the way it's framed and everything else for me. Tell me, what's that process? Is that a picture that you take of that? Well, the process when
1: we started out was getting the artwork photographed okay and so you've got the nuances of the film the lighting oh, and yeah. and then we would take it to a place where they would separate the color into cyan magenta yellow and black and then that would they would make plates from that and that would go to a printer well you know we were doing that but each step of that is uh, has its limitations okay and a lot of times you you'd uh, be working up this car trying to get it as close as you possibly could you get depressed and you can make some minor adjustments but you really had to trust the people that were doing the color and 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 that was kind of frustrating for us i think more than anything you know working it with those limitations so we we got our first computer this little mac SE, i think maybe 86 I can't remember right. eighty-five. Yeah, right at the beginning, yeah. though, right? It was a year after the Mac came out. Yeah. So we were setting type with that. Oh, oh wow. And that's how we set the type for the uh, the actual Charlevoix poster. Oh, wow. And we we um, we took it to the people that did the color, and they were yeah. able to
0: manipulate it. John, you got you look back on what you're doing today, and you look back at the tools you had way back when you were first getting started. Aren't you just like going? Oh, my gosh. How would we ever get, get that done? It's, it's
1: pretty interesting. Yeah. I mean, there was
0: no Internet. There was no way to go and, and look
1: up how to do stuff. There was no YouTube. You know, there were a lot of trips to the bookstore on how to use Photoshop. And, <laughs> so it, it was uh, it was interesting. But we the whole computer thing led us into uh, uh, wanting to do our own prints. And um, I'm not sure. I don't remember the exact time frame. Uh, it was in the '90s, and, and after we had been doing several offset prints, and we went to a trade show, and Epson, I think, had come out with a wide format printer, and uh, and then uh, there was another company called Roland that came out, and they sure. were using Epson print heads. Yep. So we, I just latched on to that technology. And of course we kept getting new computers. They would be able to do more things. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, crash courses in and Photoshop. And, and then we made the move uh, and bought our first printer, Roland Printer. Oh my. And. Um, that was a big move. That, that was a big move, you know. Thousands of dollars for that. Yeah. And, um, but we felt pretty confident. It was a new technology. Not a lot out on how to use it, and um, so we, you know, Photoshop was, was what we did everything in and um, we began to produce prints on it. There weren't a lot of papers available back then, it was all new, so we were actually printing on watercolor paper, <laughs> Arches watercolor paper yeah. from France doing some of these, and they were they were really nice, but we'd go through a lot of it, trying to get the color as accurate as we could. And we still had to have the image photographed uh, in order to produce these. And um, and so we've got the, the image photographed, digitized, and then from there we would keep running
0: the print through to, um, to get the colors right. Yeah, well, yeah, and I just can't imagine an, an artist turning, turning what, a perfect picture, because I'm sure she's not done with it until it's perfect, and then she turns it over, and you've got to get it perfect from that point forward to get it ready for, for market and everything else. It's just a fascinating story, and it's fascinating to see somebody this talented and the behind the scenes with this young family starting out, building into what I think is a beautiful story of Michigan success. Right here on the Michigan Business Network, you found the Leadership Lowdown. I found John Fritz, and I'm so glad to be with him. We'll be right back.
1: Hi this is Chris Holman and as past Chair of the National Small Business Association and a small business owner myself, I understand when you run a business you rely heavily on your computer network. Now, You cannot afford lost data, lost customer information and that's why you should trust your technology needs to ASK. Contact ASK at 877-ASK4ASK for a free audit and analysis of your technology needs. That's 877-ASK-4ASK. Or find them on the Internet at www.justask.net. ASK, taking the hassle out of technology so that you can run your business.
0: This is the Leadership lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic with John Fritz, president of Waterfront Publishing. And of course, when we talk about this story that we're unpacking here, I'm really intrigued by it, John, because it feels like we've got somebody who is extremely gifted and talented. And I I find that a little funny because I it's a little bit like the, uh, the old story of the violinist that gets done playing in, at, at the orchestra hall. And somebody walks up and says, oh, my word, I would give my life to be able to play the violin like that. And the gentleman says, well, ma'am, what makes you think I haven't? Right? So he gave his <laughs> life to be able to play like that. I think Kathleen has given her life to be able to to create art like this, and she's studied it, refined it. She brings to the table this amazing gift that she's refined into what I feel is perfection. Now, she's got a gentleman like you, her husband and partner, and you guys it almost feels a little bit like a Reese's peanut butter and chocolate thing where you've come together. You've got the backside you can sell because of your dad's influence and the ability to help you get out there. You've got some technical abilities just by the way you operate and by just visiting with you. So now you've kind of come together to create some synergy that I think is pretty uncommon. Is that the way you see it?
1: Yeah, I think
0: that's that's pretty good. You know, my music
1: background and the technology involved with music and recording is so similar to working up color to produce a print. I mean, you, you're working in, in music, and you're, you're adjusting the treble and bass, EQing, and, and if you subtract a EQ, take away a frequency, other frequencies come out more. It's the same with color. And I learned a lot of that through Kathy, just manipulating color. It's all balance, and taking away colors, bring other colors out. Kathy would put it, if you take a gray a gray card and you put it up against a a green wall the gray is going to look green if you put it up on a red wall the gray will look warmer and it's it kind of it was i think easier for me to understand how to work with color i mean learning from kathy yeah but it kind of paralleled working in music and mixing records and 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 that kind of thing
0: well it's just amazing the the synergy that spins up so here here we've got you guys starting out and in what feels like you've had a few successes behind you and you've got some major decisions that you've made by spending thousands of dollars in the print press to be able to move into different elements. Tell me about um, some of your efforts to, to bring the marketing elements because, you know, there's an awful lot of people that can that can manufacture great widgets, but if they don't get them sold, then they don't manufacture them for long. So that's part of what I think. When when you see the work of your wife, you go, wow, that's cool. But how do you get everybody to have a chance to see it?
1: Well, that, that's a good point, Dick. We, when we got this printer, we were
0: also able
1: to uh, make signs and marketing materials, and we, we wanted to brand Kathy and... Uh, you know, Kathy's work in type, which I learned a tremendous amount from, you know, picking the right typefaces, uh, kerning the letters and uh, moving closer and uh, together and, and being able to uh, create a feeling from a, a brand was was something we were able to do for ourselves. And we brought that into signage. We um, were using that basically to, to get the message out. We were just uh,
0: So you're creatively pulling it together, right? So yeah.
1: Yeah, we were just kind of pulling things together and, and making displays to present the work,
0: yeah. which is
1: something I, I learned a lot about when I was with my dad
0: and, oh, and how they were good point it's...
1: packaging and, and marketing. And so we we would spend um, quite a bit developing prints and um, I remember one time we actually uh, she did some Prisma pencils and we, uh, debossed the image and we, we put backing sheets on and, and made it more like a gift to get us into the gift market. Oh yeah, sure. And,
0: um. Is that stuff on the, on, on the website that people could, could go and. Not purchase? anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was it, a long time ago. Yeah, I got you. Okay.
1: But, uh, and then that led us into framing and, uh, yeah. we, we were in downtown Grand Rapids for a number of years and, um and moved found a place out in Ada where we could set up our shop and, yeah. and cut
0: frames and build displays and Well this this is really interesting to me because because look it all starts with a gifted artist lending her skills to to create the art but but what you're talking about is just this incredible business enterprise that's behind it because because frankly, all 10, uh, 12 photos or pictures that I have of Kathleen's in my house, all of them are framed by you guys too uh, because they come with that kind of a uh, uh, weathered white frame that, that's around them. But see, this is, this is what's intriguing to me. You've got, a, you've, got, you've got somebody that did a final, and then you've got somebody that creates and makes this into something that can be redone and printed in, in, in a large quantity, and then you talk about framing it, and then you got to market it and you got so there's just so many elements of this whole thing john and i just i just am grateful to to understand the, the behind the the scene thing because what i hope to do with this show is have people reminded that it's nice to have the dream but you've got to go the extra mile to build the infrastructure underneath that dream to live the kind of life you and Kathleen are living up to, in such success, success. So so glad you're here to share it with us. So glad you're tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Verschereau with John Fritz, president of Waterfront Publishing. And of course, John, you know, at the core of all this is the partnership between you and Kathleen. And. And uh, I just love, I think earlier you mentioned some of the amazing challenges that you went for that you uh, had to overcome early on. Making a decision as a new company that doesn't go well is pretty challenging, but then making decisions with expertise and experience, it gets a little easier. So when I think about, about Kathleen, she's a pretty special person in terms of the way she attacks this business in this world Tell me a little bit about her.
1: Well, I, I think the thing about Kathy is she's always challenging herself mm-hmm. in her painting. Oh. Um, she, uh, as I said before, she was doing starting out with watercolors, and then she wanted to move on to oils, and then she's done Prisma Pencil. She, Kathy's a, a terrific drawer, but she, she's just not competitive. She's, she's a very private person. Yeah. She doesn't do a lot of shows. We're basically doing boy She doesn't do any of the award stuff. People say, "Well, how come she didn't get this or do this?" And Sit she's there. just
0: totally
1: not into that. Well, she
0: just, is that a humility thing? Kind of
1: just just not. Yeah, it's just not better. in her DNA. Yeah, and, and she is uh, challenges herself. That's yeah. that's who she's wants. She just wants to get better and. She doesn't care about any of that other stuff. So,
0: so with your with your eye, have you seen her migrate to better and better art over the years? Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she'll get into abstracts,
1: and it just blows my blows me away. I'll walk in her studio, and I'll say, "Where did that come from?" <laughs> um, and she wasn't doing abstracts. Yeah. All of a sudden, boom! There's oh an my abstract. God. Or she'll do, you know, a different kind of media. Uh, yeah. Palette knife is... is Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, just, I never knew she could do that. And all of a sudden I walked in her studio and she's doing these amazing palette knife paintings. And it's so neat when you have them scanned, how they can manipulate the light to create shadow and depth. Give it that 3D feeling, yeah. right? I've had, yeah. I've had one gallery owner tell me that um, people come in and they touch the print because <laughs> they, they think there's... Yeah. And a glob of ink on it. She just takes <laughs> and just throws the ink down and, yeah. and the paint, and in uh, these globs that all of a sudden have dimension and realism, and it's uh, just uh, that probably blew my mind more
0: than yeah. anything. Yeah. Well, I, I love. She that. never told me about it. I, it's it, sometimes you just want to scream. It's not fair to have somebody that talented, you know. So, but I, I think the other thing that I want to make sure we talk about on air because you, you mentioned that she's a pleaser, and that that doesn't always come out in every. Form of art person, so I say that respectfully because sometimes, sometimes people that are really high on the on the art capability side, sometimes that comes with a lot of other things that maybe are more self centered and, and different issues. She's not like that. She's more of a, a, a wants to hit the bar, right? Yeah, it means a lot to her
1: to, yeah. to make sure someone's happy with what she's done. And yeah. um, as an example, somebody could want a commission and they want certain elements in the painting. The first thing she's going to ask him is, where are you going to put it? Oh, where, where's it going to hang? And so the client might say, well, it's going to be on a big brick wall, fireplace, stone fireplace, which is kind of has a lot going on with the fireplace itself. So she will suggest that you should have maybe something that's not quite as complicated and something that maybe the customer didn't really realize at the time. So things like that, where she's really interacting and working with uh, clients, is
0: yeah. is is kind of a good thing with her. Um, well, and you say you say she wants to please them. It, 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 uh, I I guess it's interesting because at some point in time, when you're trying to make ends meet, you've got to make the financial. Um, uh, that's kind of a demonstration of success. But now that she's, you guys have had such a long and storied history as, uh, as capable successful organization now I got to believe pleasing somebody and having them feel really good about it um, is probably got to be a pretty big payday for her. that's really what you're saying isn't it yeah she,
1: it means a lot to her yeah and, and and she wants to please herself also yeah sure so she she's a perfectionist and uh, I've seen some paintings that are just uh, gorgeous and she'll paint over them.
0: <laughs> well, you know, a word that we've talked about on the show a lot is is, uh, is a Japanese word called kaizen, which means basically gradual, non-ending self-improvement. And when you say that, that uh, Kathy has been spending time looking to perfect different ways and looking always growing, that's kind of an interesting thing. Probably challenging for you a little bit to keep up with her, would you, would you say? Is that fair?
1: Yeah, I, I would... I would say with Kathy, it's an itch that has to be scratched
0: <laughs> constantly. Yeah, yeah, well, and you know, you've you've scratched our itch here today because I just think so much about what you're talking about is the dream of a small business and the ability to start out with maybe some humble thoughts and some talent and what is so beautiful is you strip, you strapped together um, the, the mentorship of your dad. You brought your own set of technical expertise into it. And you guys came together in a perfect symphony to create some amazing art and basically to tell the story of how beautiful Michigan is and uh, man, I, I'm just humbled. That's, Michigan is uh, is oh, absolutely gorgeous. Oh, what a what an amazing backdrop for an amazing lady in the form of uh, of Kathleen. We're so grateful you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. We're gonna go pay some bills and come right back. The Lansing Board of Water and Light is working on a cleaner energy future. A plan proposed by a citizens committee and the BWL will replace the coal-fired Eckert plant with power from wind turbines, solar panels, energy-saving technologies, and cleaner natural gas that improve our air quality and environmental health. Learn more about the BWL's plan to become Michigan's cleanest electric utility at LansingEnergyTomorrow.com. The Lansing Board of Water and Light, hometown people, hometown power. This is the Michigan Business Network. Here on the Leadership Loan we got one precious segment left, and I wish I had more time with John Fritz, president of Waterfront Publishing. He has uh, just shared so many great thoughts. And one of the things that I think would be interesting, John, is just to pull up here for a second and just to talk about the, the possibility of other people with dreams that are similar. Because I think whether no matter what talent it is, it's the ability to package it and to bring it to market that really allows a dream to flourish. And you you've done that for Kathleen to be able to live, I gotta believe, one of the greatest privileged opportunities to take what you love. And to do what God gave you and turn it into a way to bring joy to others and to be able to pay a couple of electric bills along the way. So Yeah, I think uh, you summed that up pretty good. <laughs> good. Well, when you think about it, there's got to be, John, other young people, scratch the age thing, other people with dreams. And tell me about any thoughts on helping those folks bring maybe the artist together what made yours such a special opportunity is you brought things to the artist that has to have, has to be in that relationship in order for all of this to be successful. Tell me about that.
1: Well, I think finding working with dealers and learning from dealers is probably the best advice I could ever give any artist. Don't ever think that you're above it or your are is. That's just what you're going to do. Find out what what works for them, and also find out what connects with people. Yeah. Um, you know we, we, I'll never forget the time there was a, a, a lady that came in. She wanted to buy a painting. She came to our studio, and it was a, it was a pretty expensive oil painting. It was a palette knife painting, and it was a pictured box. And you know, it was a beautiful painting, but we just didn't understand the connection she had with that and it was someone who had passed away, and they were, I think, up there at Pictured Rocks. I, I don't remember the exact story, but sure. she came in the studio, and it, it moved her so much, she just started crying. Oh, wow and, uh, and it kind of took us back, and we get um, a lot of emails from people that were with their families, and they say how much a print means to them or uh, because they were spending time there and it was just that those wonderful memories it's kind of like with music you you hear a, a song that you really like and it just speaks to you yeah, know, and that's yeah. the same with the with a, a painting or a piece of art when you see something and so I'd say to any young artist just pay attention to all of that yeah what, what makes people like your art what do you think makes people like
0: what you do. Well, and um, You just said something, John, I think is really, really empowering because I think part of what I'm hearing you say is have the humility to be able to ask the question, what is it you are?
1: That's That's a big a big part of it. Yeah. Um, you just can't, you can't be in it for yourself. Yeah. And um, I think it's just a connection with everything, you know, just the way the world works. Yeah. And, you know, it just gives us a lot of, Gratitude when somebody enjoys something and it means something to them. That really,
0: really means a lot to us. Well, and what you've taught us is that is that look, you can be a special artist, but unless you can share with other people, that's just personal gratification. And what Kathleen has done in her career and what you've helped her do is find ways to bring that joy to other people, to enjoy her art, and to invoke memories and wonderful scenarios. A, a classic example, One of the more recent photos I got was a picture of rocking chairs on on Grand Hotel's porch, Mm -hmm. and it's one that Kathleen had done, and I've sat in those rocking chairs, and it invokes beautiful memories every time I take a look at it. And that's really what it's all about. So tell me, uh, anybody that that hasn't had the privilege of understanding who you folks are, how do they get a hold of you, John?
1: Well, we have our website uh, chaneyfritz chaneyfrit com c yep. h a n e y f r i t z com, and that's that's a good way to see Kathy's work. You know, we have dealers and uh, uh, a lot of dealers up north. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, Bev, uh, what, what was one uh, from Mackinac Island was one of our uh, guests here. Yeah, talking Bev, about- Bev is great. Yeah. She's, uh, She's
1: been a real inspiration for us and, and will give us a lot of feedback on what people like. Right. And she's right on Main
0: Street of uh, of back right on.
1: on Main Street, right in the thick of it.
0: Yeah. And she's uh, just a, a wonderful person. Yeah, well, your dealers are pretty important to you. You've got them all over the state, is that fair? Maybe all over the country? Uh, all over the country. We were,
1: in the back of the day, going all over the, the, the country uh, developing different uh, I was in San Francisco, and we had done the series out there around the East Coast. But we've just consolidated everything into Michigan now, and um, we just have a core group of dealers we're just very comfortable with, and we work with them. um,
0: Yeah. um, Well, and because memories are so powerful, especially with these paintings, and there's so many beautiful Michigan sceneries that that she's done... Are you guys, how quick does stuff ship out for you guys? There's no supply chain problem, is there? Aye, the frames. (laughs) Oh, is that true? (laughs) The frames and containers on the water. Oh, my. Well, so challenges, challenges, huh? Challenges, we work around that. Yeah. Well, John, hey, thanks for coming in all the way out of Grand Rapids. Thank you. Thank you very much, Vic. appreciate it. It's been so fun, and I'm so grateful for you guys and what she does to help tell the beautiful story of beautiful Michigan. So we're going to continue to look for great guests just like John here as we go into the future on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network on Big Virtual. So grateful you tuned in, and we'll talk to you next time.